We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in. Wednesday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio. Here with you this morning. Talk some football as always as uh, Ole Miss continuing preseason count. Headed toward a, uh, a scrimmage on Saturday. I would assume the most important practice of preseason camp. Heading into the, C, the uh, September 3rd season opener against the uh, Troy Trojans. We'll talk about that today. There's some collectives uh, popping up around the country that are interesting in a couple facets. A, a, um, a business decision going on with the uh, PGA Tour and Live Golf. And uh, whatever else suits our fancy with you here this morning, for sure, by the stream, listening wherever you are. Hopefully, if you're coming to town today, maybe you check out the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. Know that you get uh, 10 bucks off right there at the pump just by downloading the Exxon mobile app, taking a picture of the QR code. It'll open up. It'll get ready to go with all Blue Sky locations in Mississippi, including the Oxford Exxon, Clean Convenience Store, and more there with uh, that. Let me take care of dinner tonight. Ribs, wet or dry, pick them up, have them ready to go again. Oxford Exxon, Highway 6 West. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are uh, Clark Ford is in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes and business hours right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done. What I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today. Um, great service, great products. Corey and the people at Clark Ford want to be your car guy. They want to be your truck guy. They'll prove that to you when you make the call, 662-257-1900. Uh, guest join on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. Great place to grab a burger, a po' boy. Got great appetizers. Just go in, have a beer, great beer selection. Uh, full bar and more there at Rafters on the Square, also Rafters New Albany, and then don't forget Rafters on the Water out at Sardis. As um, it's going to be a little more pleasant this weekend, but still going to be hot. So if you're out at the water and you want a frozen margarita or a beer, stop by um, Rafters on the Water there at Sardis. They'll take care of you. For August, what is pleasant in your mind? What is what are we what are we what are we, what are, what are we considering pleasant? I mean, eighties. 
is pleasant okay. compared to well, that's true. 100. Surface of sun. Yeah, I mean, like I was out walking the other day, and it was it was middle of the day, so it was hot, of course. But I mean, it was just so freaking humid. I mean, it was, it was hot. I like summer. I like summer a lot. I like summer more than I used to like summer. But once school starts back and you get back into the stuff, I'm kind of ready for the fall. There is a certain, depending on what you're doing, change to it that, yeah, you kind of get into like a system of, hey, okay, now that's over. Now let's let's yeah. do this. Let's, I, let, let, let's do this. Instead. I enjoy summer. I mean, I, I, I enjoy getting away and unplugging and all of those things more than – more than I used to. Like, there's a thread on the board about vacations and stuff. My my vacation is a disconnect from technology. I enjoy that. Sure. The more disconnected, the better. Whatever that is. Like, well, I enjoyed going down to the beach and not having my phone. It was great. I mean, I'm way worse than you, but in general, I don't know that we realize just how overstimulated we are by devices all the time. Yeah, and I, yeah, and I, I spend less time yeah. on mine than, than a lot of people do. Like, I, I get mad at mine when it starts blowing up. Um, like eight seconds ago? Yeah. Well, it's just the people that were in the text know what I'm doing <laughs> at this hour. I mean, it just... Yeah. You know what I'm doing. You know what I've, I've been doing this for, for eight gazillion years now. You know what I'm doing. So stop. I don't think that's being old man yelling at the cloud there. Um, I was reading through observations from yesterday. I, I have not really noticed it. Maybe they've been mostly inside. It's the first time we've really mentioned kickers yesterday. Were they outside or we just not really paid attention um, it was, as much? Well, no, the, I, I always... Did you? I, yeah, I, I'm. You know me, man. I'm I'm the guy that I go to practice. I walk around and take notes. Um, a lot of you cats, y'all stand around and talk to each other. I go take notes in large part because I think Nick Suss is the only guy on the beat who likes me. Um, <laughs> I did talk to Nick for a little bit. I like Nick. Um, <laughs> the other guys are either you stayed outside for team. I'm impressed. I'm, I'm proud. I always of you. do. I, I'm, I'm yeah, the other guys go in. Uh, I, why do you want to go sit in that room? It's just a basement, basically. It's a room sitting underneath a football stadium. Well, they have snacks. I don't think they're for us, but some people partake of them anyway. There's snacks in there. Oh, have there been people that have partaken of the snacks? Come on. Are you serious? Come on. I don't observe these things. Yes. I, the last thing I look at is other reporters. Yes. Yes. Because the dynamic in that room when we're all in there is the Nutrigrain bars are a popular item. Apparently. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Yes. See, <laughs> when we do stuff like that, and when I say we, I mean we in the loosest possible term. He's speaking of a very collective nature, but not really. That's why they all hate us. They think of us as a bunch of fat, lazy, freeloading slobs. Right there. Right there. That's why. And I don't blame them in that moment. I hate being lumped into that group. I mean, there are probably some 
fruit up there too and stuff. I don't know, but but it's uh, not yours. Right, right, right. Oh, I know you. <laughs> it's not yours. I'm fishing ha- right now, but I'm. <laughs> it's not yours to have. <laughs> There's not a sign that says media snacks. No refreshments. Help yourselves, fat asses. <laughs> I mean, there's a stereotype to media, and it's it, it it exists for a reason. Poorly dressed, overweight dudes. Yeah, freeloaders. That if you all, it, they're like puppies. If you offer them some food, they're in. Ginger makes a good point. Nutrigrain is a very deceptive name for those. They are and tons of sugar. It's it's kind of like how some some ways we made pop tart a breakfast food. Yeah, like look at the pop tart. It's like a the dessert. actual nutrition. It's of, des- of a pop tart. It is a poor dessert. Yeah, Nutrigrain bars. Because if you put pop tart in dessert category, suddenly it's also not as good. Like that's not really dessert. Yeah, right. but like a Nutrigrain bar is you take some processed apple, pour some sugar in it kind of blend it up, and then put some sort of a sugary granola cinnamon crumble on top. That's a granola bar. That's dessert. Like if you watch Chopped, they'll take a fruit and make some sort of a crumble on top when they're in a hurry, and that's like their dessert round. Yeah, 12 to 13 grams of sugar says it's moderately high is how it's categorized in a Nutri-Grain bar. Low fiber, only one gram. Low protein, two grams. You know me. If it were up to me, like in the press box, they would charge for the meal. And have a better meal? I don't care. Oh, you don't care of quality? Or they would let you bring your own stuff, which is what I'm going to do anyway. You can. I'm going to bring like a one bar, and I'm going to bring my thing full of water and leave me alone. I would assume you could get in with any kind of food. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I mean, in baseball, we take assortments of food in. I mean, it's like, damn, like, yeah. it's, I mean... And and I'm not making fun. Like, Paris will bring leftovers, like, half the time. I'm, like, pretty smart, actually. Like, kind of, like, like whatever. Yeah, it's fine. That's I mean, we've we got a biker wave. We've got a coffee maker. We're... But that setting's a really weird setting. Like, it's 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 awkward as hell for the most part. Do you practice or... Yeah, the game. post-practice okay. waiting for Lane or whoever's coming in to come in there. Pop-Tarts taste fine. I have no issue with Pop-Tarts. I'm, all I'm saying is let's not act like we're having the healthy, balanced breakfast when we grab the two frosted strawberry Pop-Tarts out of the pack and eat them. That's it's, all. Yeah, exactly. That's all I got. It's like Captain Crunch. Just It's you sugar. That's a balanced morning it, breakfast. It's sugar. And the reason we're all so fat is because everybody in America eats nothing but processed sugar. That's the reason. I mean, it is what it is. I'll just take a one bar and get a cup of coffee. Is a Pop-Tart even like a treat for you? Is that even something you would like warm uh, up and put I mean, something on or back anything? Back in the day? Yeah. Yeah, but not now. Okay. No. My relationship with food, as you well know, because you know me pretty well, is is so complicated that there's no point in doing something like that because – the, the two seconds of enjoyment will result in 15 hours of guilt. <laughs> and you literally mean guilt. Yeah, and I'll just, <laughs> I will just punish myself. So I've learned there, there's a better balance, and that's just don't ever eat that stuff, ever. Two Pop-Tarts, 
How many grams of sugar are in a Pop-Tart? Uh, two Pop-Tarts. Two Pop-Tarts, so the one pack of foil, 28 grams, which I think is less than a can of Coke, at least, if you want to yeah. get technical. Yeah. That's the one where you're like, oh, shit. Soda is the uh, one that you might as well just go. go really with, eat the sugar. Get the sugar and just start spooning it into your mouth. Um, And then 80 grams of carbs and Ooh, two Pop-Tarts. That's a lot of carbs. Or just shy, 74. Yeah. Less than one gram of fiber. So it has no real. There's no real nutritional value, apparently, in strawberry pop tarts. No real dietary purpose there. That is correct. Yes. So. All right. We'll stop pissing people off. It's all good. No, I mean, there are major league. Is it major league that charges for the meal? Yeah. Is that what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So much more professional. I have a problem with that. I. I also don't think it's unethical to eat free food at a press box. I don't think it's an ethics issue. No, it's not. Because um, I fought with Kathleen Wickham in, in college about this all the time. She taught me ethics, and I, I, I do not believe it is an ethical issue. My, my problem with it is that sometimes it's put out, and then the people who put it out kind of make fun of those those who consume it. And it's like... Yeah, hold on a minute. Yeah. You're providing the ability for this to be a thing. My thing is it's it's just anything in my mind that creates indebtedness of any sort, I try to avoid. Does that make sense? No, I, I get it. I, I think... And so, I mean, for me, it's no big deal. I'm not going to eat the food anyway. So it's, it's all good. I'm not... I, I can go... But I, I do think there's a certain part of human thing to something where... Frankly, you're not supposed to bring things in. Right. I'm here for five hours. Right. And do it, if my only option is to go down somewhere else, get concession food, and bring it up, and it's that. Right. How, how do I eat? Like, what? what right. How do I literally keep calories in my body at that point? So, I do appreciate, like, hey, there's some salad, there's some stuff. Like, okay, yeah, sure. I can make. There's some protein. I can yeah, make that I, work. I, I think the fix the the fix is you either charge for the meal, and then you offer a meal that has some nutritional value sure or you let people bring in their own let media bring in their own stuff Mm -hmm. which would be comical in and of itself because god only knows what i would kind of like to watch wouldn't you like to see what they brought in what different people brought in everybody like we're gonna picnic today everybody bring your own (laughs) food in for whatever that is because i mean i get there are people that can't I mean, look, for me, arriving for a football game that starts at what, – what time is the first Ole Miss game? 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock. So I'll get there at like 1 o'clock, yeah. one one thirty. Yeah, sure. And I'll be in the stadium till 9. For me, not eating from 12.30 when I leave my house until 9 o'clock is no big deal. I mean, I – If I literally was eating nothing in that window, it would start affecting me mentally by the end of it. Now, if it was earlier and I wasn't eating until like two, I'm fine. Oh yeah. But if you went that way on me, I think by like seven or eight, like I'm noticing some blood sugar changes, and I'm kind of like, yes, yeah, I got to focus. It doesn't really do much to me. Like if you told me there's an 11 a.m. game, and I'm not going to, because I don't eat before that ever, which would mean I wouldn't eat anything until after six o'clock. I'm okay. Yeah, sure. I'm cool. But I would love to watch the. What got brought in? Well, and frankly, I mean, it's almost you know, it's it's but it, it somehow the amount of food 
number of times. I, I, I don't know why we're doing this today. I <laughs> promise to God we'll move to something else in a minute. But you're here. Well, I almost went down a different road with the media thing. So we're, we're this is probably a safer okay route. So point being, like. I think it's, you know, Georgia, they feed you like seven times over the course of the thing because you get like the pregame meal and then they always have out like cookies and peanuts and popcorn and even more than Ole Miss. Ole Miss usually has cookies out, but they have like all sorts of other like snacks and stuff. And then at halftime, Georgia will do, and maybe Auburn's a little bit of this too, but I know Georgia for sure. They'll do hot dogs, like hamburgers and all this stuff at halftime. And then after the game, they bring through like catered sandwiches and it's like, I mean, you literally can eat like four meals and snacks over the course of a Georgia football game. And most of the people do. Well, that's that. <laughs> well, I mean, look, I've told this on the podcast a thousand times. It was, it, it's, it's my favorite story from Hugh Kellenberger. It was the first time he covered a game at Ohio State, and there's like six minutes left in the second quarter, and he's like, "Where the hell is everybody going?" And they were all lined up because they had a McFlurry machine in the McFlurry machine in the back for halftime. And literally, with like six minutes left in the first half, all the beat writers were lining up to get the McFlurries at, at, at halftime at Ohio State. <laughs> you ever wonder how how the hell I ended up in media? Because I I do, I I, I really do. I, I I'm such an outcast. Well, you would have a complete inability to not have at least three snarky comments as they all got up to get <laughs> oh, the Butterfinger McFlurry I from would the going, back of the room. Mm, <laughs> <laughs> I'd say, hey, that that button right there is really being challenged. <laughs> just the video of that, if the people could see it, would just be like, yep, that's media. That's 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 sports media. LSU provides beer after games. Do they still, or have they stopped? Have they stopped? Well, they did, and I haven't been to Baton Rouge since 17, I guess. I think the last okay. time I was there, they had stopped. The okay. li- liability had or kicked 18, in. one or the other. After they that. used to. Okay. Which was great. Like, you just come up after the game, grab a beer, and work on your story. It was great. Yeah, it was plastic beer bottles. Yeah, it was cool. It was fine. Yeah. Or a can. Okay. Louisville Baseball does beer. Go Cardinals. Go Cardinals. So, I wonder if that's a Dan thing. I wonder if we, like, missed out on that. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, you might take the job now. Oh, God. There'll be something. Still won't get to cover a normal season. There'll be something next year. I don't know. Uh, all right. I don't know. We're all over the place. Uh, I did put on the board yesterday. Some people had asked me for specifics. Um, Ole Miss baseball's non-conference schedule next year. They open the season at home against the Delaware Blue Hens for uh, three games, and then they start basically just playing Big Ten teams for a while. They play Maryland after that, and three games. Maryland was really good last year. Um, they had a 13 RPI. That is in Oxford as well, and then they go to Minneapolis. They go to U.S. Bank Stadium where the Vikings play. And they play Maryland, Nebraska, and Minnesota. So Maryland four times over the course of six games. And then they come back home and they play the Purdue Boilermakers for three games. So, uh, hell yeah. My kind of schedule. My, as Mike told me yesterday, we're going to win a conference championship. He's just not sure which one it's going to be yet. So they are playing a lot of Big Ten games. Um, 
Yeah, that's that. We do not know the SEC East rotation. Um, what is interesting is when you do the math, it looks like it's Tennessee or Missouri. There's a hell of a difference there. So we'll see what uh, what comes out of that that coin flip. I, I can't figure out which one it is. Will it literally be a coin flip? It will not, no. Okay. There is some formula, but I was unable to decipher exactly what that formula was, whether it be Missouri or Tennessee that is included next year. Something tells me if the SEC network has any say, it'll be Tennessee. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah, we'll take that. Actually, yeah, we'll do that one. Instead. Given the amount of money that they that that ESPN pays, that probably that'd be my bet. Probably fair too. Isn't it? I mean, if you're trying to get what you paid for, yeah. So, I mean, you're you know trying to promote college baseball in the spring. That would be closer to do it. Yeah, so a lot of people say it's kind of neat that U.S. Bank. The pictures to me are almost sort of weird. I don't know. It, it looks like a strange venue for baseball. If I'm just being honest, but we'll see. It's a fantastic facility. Facility, in general, yes. yeah. It is so, really cool. There's no doubt about that. So, all right, we'll get to more uh, relevant things in a uh, in a second. First, uh, tell you about a new flavor going on with Prime Shrimp. PrimeShrimp.com, a lemon and cracked pepper flavor. It's a dry seasoning. Seasoning is kind of for citrus fans. You can uh, purchase it here soon. It will be uh, available to purchase by Thursday or Friday, so just a couple days away from that. You can check the website again at primeshrimp.com. That is their six different flavors straight from the bag. You pop into water that is boiling in under five minutes. You freeze it a plate with prime shrimp or restaurant-quality shrimp. Also, they're individually packaged variety there just like you get in grocery stores but a higher quality shrimp coming from new orleans new orleans based company is available that's in two pound bags for uh for that and if you are a uh, podcast listener you can use code mpw for twenty dollars off your first order so a new flavor to try lemon cracked pepper with prime shrimp again that's prime shrimp.com uh we're also brought to you by southern traditions farm it's a 68 acre 32 stall upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in canton mississippi they've got sand rings grass rings miles of wooded trails so much offered there at southern traditions farm get in touch with them also if you're thinking about hosting an event um they've got lots of uh, area there to make it uh, one that uh, you won't forget southern traditions farm on facebook or instagram we are also whoops we're also brought to you by Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate, based out of Jackson. They service the entire state in all commercial asset classes, such as industrial, retail, office, medical, and land. B.B. Uh, Mitchell with Pinpoint provides a plethora of commercial real estate services, but his core focus is sourcing investment properties for his clients. He advises clients looking to acquire income-producing property with um, all risk tolerance levels ranging from vacant buildings to investment-grade stabilized assets. Pinpoint sets itself apart with its ability to source off-market opportunities for its investor clients, which maximizes returns. Pinpoint takes pride in its attention to detail, professionalism, and hard work. For all of your commercial real estate needs, give BB a call at 601-934-5008. Don't just accept what you see. But imagine something new. Step forward, chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves. One smile at a time, Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. 
Also brought to you by The Rogue, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. It's your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand-select pieces from top designers. From work to lifestyle to nightlife, they've got the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. And we're brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. If you're looking for a, a position, whether it's entry level or you're a seasoned professional, or if your company is looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent, Service Specialists can help you. Keep in mind that payment of service is all, it's always free for the candidate. Pay, payment of service solely contingent on if you decide to hire a candidate that they send. You've got nothing to lose, so give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call at 662-832-5138 or check out their new and improved website, servicespecialistltd.com. Podcast also brought to you by G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer medicine. To fill your prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. If you'd like to switch your medications to G&M, one call is all it takes. They will handle the rest. That also goes for Tyson Drugs there in Holly Springs. And with their med packs, they will individually package all medication. You get the morning pouch, the afternoon pouch. For those who need that extra step, they handle that as well. So, again, 662-236-2222. Two, two. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's see. I, I will say that the, a pop tart McFlurry does not sound bad. If you just talk about a straight dessert, that that that's not the worst combination, I don't think. And I mean, as long as the machine works, they can pour whatever down in the in the thing. Even a pop tart. Well, you know, there are people that say like the hack if you go to McDonald's and they actually have a working McFlurry machine that's really good is to get an apple pie McFlurry where they mix a warm fried apple pie that they have in the in the McFlurry. So you're getting like almost like an apple pie a la mode kind of deal. Yeah. I mean, I know Neil's like seeing the calories run through his yeah, mind. Just, right? It's like a cash register where it just spins. Literally like does, I, it, it, does nothing for me. Like I know you guys are on the stream, but like you you weren't looking at him dead on to see his eyes, like the trepidation going on yeah, on his face as I was doing No interest that. at all. It was completely just. None at all. He just saw cinnamon and brown sugar and, 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 Whatever sugar goes around the apple. I mean, the I'm pie. the guy that took intermittent fasting from I'm going to skip breakfast to, you know what, I could skip lunch too, to, you know what, I'll have an afternoon snack to, you know what, I can get till 7. It's not a competition. It's supposed to be like a No, but number. it's a competition in my, with, within okay. myself. Okay. And once my doctor said, no, you're not messing up your metabolism, I was like, I'm, I'm in. <laughs> Sign me up. Okay. Uh, anything else from yesterday? Uh, I don't know. I thought trying to see how hot of a take I want to go here. I kind of want to see the scrimmage first. I asked Lane afterwards. It was a long Lane Kiffin press conference. Usually the midweek Lane Kiffin press conference is like six minutes. Yesterday it was a little more than 12. It might have even been 13 minutes. Um, I asked him, did the scrimmages carry more weight? Okay. Kind of waiting to see if... Because I expected... I don't know why. I guess because I've done this for so long and you get coach speak with everything has weight. We evaluate everything. No. Scrimmages have more weight. He said that the scrimmages on the 13th and the 20th... I don't know if he used those two numbers, but that's what he was referencing. Um, were two of the biggest ones he could remember. Thought that was interesting. Why? Because it's not. And I asked us, it's you know, quarterback, but not just quarterback. Is is there? Do these carry more weight? I think they have a lot of um, 
competitions going on among people that are new to the program. He made a point yesterday of he looked out at one point and you had a guy from a guy that played last season at Auburn guarding a guy who played last season at Mississippi State. And he's like, I guess this is the world we live in now. But he's right. You look out on the field when they have the ones and twos. So it's pretty obvious what's going on, right? The ones and twos are on the bottom field. The threes and fours are on the top field. And all the coaches, with the exception of like some GAs and staffers and stuff, are down on the bottom field. That's who's competing for jobs. And all those guys are going to play. But he wants to see who can make plays. Because right now they're, you know, they're not tackling in practice. You don't tackle every day because that'd be stupid. You'd, you'd get really good at tackling, but you'd hurt people. Scrimmages are the closest thing you have to the lights coming on. And it's not the same. You can't simulate the same. We're not going to be in front of 60,000 and another team over there and the lights literally on. But, you know, like Jackson Dart, you talked to him at Media Day and he talked about, yeah, I've tried to fit some balls in some windows and I've done some different things, but when I'm in a game or I wouldn't do that or I wouldn't be more selective or I'm not a gunslinger or all those different things, well, okay, if that's the case, you got to show me that in the scrimmage. The scrimmage is where you do go, hey, how do I actually run this thing? I'm not just throwing stuff around or trying things or whatever the hell that looks like. Um, I think that <clears throat> I, I think that's kind of what you see. I think it's where you get through all the – the subtext of guys' answers, not really excuses, but the way they go, no, that this is different. Well, then you have to kind of show it's different. And somebody will, in that environment, take charge, you would hope, and would actually play in a capacity and at a speed that you would want to see in a game that is different than just two fields running and dudes yeah. and dogs and the whole deal out at practice every day. I get the sense that Kiffin kind of knows which direction he wants to go on some things but he wants to see it in a game setting. And Saturday is going to be the first time that it's as live for quarterbacks as it can be without hitting the quarterback. Like Saturday, I think, you know, if a, if a, if a pass rush gets to the quarterback and the defensive end can or tackle can touch the quarterback, I think they're going to blow it dead. You know, because right now they do some plays where in this in, in, in this seven on seven, the quarterback's got six seconds and he throws the ball. It's like, well, you're not going to get six seconds in the game. So some of that's unrealistic. Um, yesterday, I thought both quarterbacks made some plays down the field. Um, I thought they were doing for each other what they were hoping they were going to do. Like I talked to people first day of camp. They were like, you know, the goal here, the hope here is that no one runs away with this, that in fact they each raise each other's level of play. You know, hey, that's going to get awkward if both quarterbacks are kicking ass and one has to one one gets, quote, benched, end quote. But ideally you have two good quarterbacks. You'd rather have two good quarterbacks than no good quarterbacks. And yesterday I thought that's what happened. I thought they were pushing one another. Because they both made some really good throws downfield. I mean, the whole Luke's got to be more aggressive. I think Luke's been more aggressive. And Jackson has to protect the football better. I, yesterday he he made one bad throw into traffic, and it got picked. 
But that was it. Other than that, and then he responded from that with some really good throws. There's a narrative out there among fans, which is interesting because I think they're getting that from media. And I don't know what anybody else writes. Okay, I have no idea. I read no one else's work. Um, I don't get the sense that Dart is quote pulling away end quote at all. I think no, no. I think Dart's ahead, in large part because. Oh, I know what I was going to talk about because I'm going to give John Sokoloff a ton of credit for something. Okay. I think there's a narrative out there that Lane would like to play Dart because he's the transfer portal guy and a lot of splash. And sure. That was an early narrative. Sure. John Sokoloff, to his credit, WCBI. WCBI. Thank you. Columbus. Um, most TV guys ask really shitty questions, part of my language. Sokoloff asked a great question yesterday. John also is around a lot and engaging and does not kind of sit off to the side with a lot of TV people that whatever. I mean, he was – I mean, frankly, Mike complimented him. He was all over in Omaha. He was really, really good. He asked Lane, he said, you know, it looks like the race is kind of even. And if it stays that way through camp, do you play dart because of maybe – that would help you with future quarterback recruiting in the portal. And when he did it, I, I, I literally at first started kind of feeling uncomfortable, like, oh, boy, that's – and Lane, to Lane's everlasting credit, twice said, that's a fair question. He said, but no, that will have no role in what we do. But he said at the beginning, that's a fair question. And at the end, he finished, and you could tell he was thinking through it, and he goes, but that's a fair question. And I thought, it's a ballsy question. It's a good question. It's one that a lot of people have wondered. Because if you bring in Jackson Dart with all of the hype, right? Like I saw, I guess Mitchell Forty's working for Rivals again? I mean, I got that email. I mean, okay. I, I, haven't, I haven't read the email. I just I, saw the byline. Well, he's not – he. I don't really want to get into Mitchell's business. He is doing some things for Rivals. I don't know what else okay. he's doing. Yeah, let's okay. not – I don't know how public anything is, so I hate to do that. Okay. But yeah. Okay. Um. Mitchell wrote a story yesterday ranking transfer portal SEC guys, mm-hmm. and people get uh, people love rankings because yeah, they love sure. to bitch about rankings or whatever. But he had people Jack- love lists. He had Jackson Dart at number two for most important transfers in the SEC. Whatever doesn't matter. Point is, is that there's a lot of national hype around Dart. Like you read anything nationally. You know, it's about Ole Miss replacing Matt Corral, but boy, Jackson Dart's coming in from USC, and he's the guy. Right, and so Sokolov's point was, and he's not the first person to think this. He's, I think, he's the first person to have the guts to ask it. Is if you don't play Dart after you bring him in from USC, can you get the next transfer portal quarterback? When he goes, well, you didn't play that kid. Well, sure, that's why it's fair. But I also am giving you know Mitchell or whomever the break on just. I mean, logic and common sense in most situations of people who are not intimately familiar with a program is that Jackson Dart was a very high-profile transfer, and if you bring that guy in, he is going to play because you don't have another option. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, like if you that, That's just common sense. I mean, Spencer Rattler is not having to fight off tons of people at South Carolina. I mean, Kedon Slovis is replacing Kenny Pickett at Pitt, which is similar to Mike Corral being out here. 
I guess point being, in some ways, it's a credit to Dart because he went into a place where he knew there was a four-star quarterback waiting also to compete with him. Yeah. Whereas he could have gone to a lot of places where they were just handing him the keys and goes, please, God, don't wreck the car and drive it. And that wasn't what was going on here. Yeah. So I understand the 10,000-feet view on that's very obvious Jackson Dart is the quarterback. But like you said, they both had tons of issues. And it is, it, it, it's, it, it's the most intriguing – quarterback battle in a long time at Ole Miss from the standpoint that you and I were talking about on Saturday watching I guess team and Luke does not turn it over he doesn't make a ton of mistakes he also kind of limits what you can do from a ceiling standpoint because he hasn't pushed the ball down the field enough now not that he can't he just hasn't there's a difference there yeah and then whereas Jackson really really flashes at times you go wow that Mm -hmm. was that was impressive that was one of those kind of throws that you had seen from two or other guys while also throwing it to the other team. And the way Ole Miss's team is built, look, you're going to have to make those kind of throws to go 9-3, and 10-2, and two, whatever you think the ceiling might be for Ole Miss. But you throw that thing to the other team three or four times, you're losing to Kentucky. You're losing to Auburn. You're, you're, yeah. you're, you're suddenly bringing 6-7 yeah. and seven into play if you yeah. start turning the ball over. So yeah. are you shooting for the 10 or are you trying to avoid the 6? And that's sort of – at the moment where right. they are, we'll see what they look like down the That's road. Why, I mean, Saturday, I'm I'm as interested in a scrimmage as I've ever been. You know, how much they show, what do they do, but I am curious who can move the football, who can make plays in a scrimmage setting. Yeah, I'm, My guess is that they will each get a ton of reps with the ones. They will each get a ton of reps with the twos. I'm as interested to see who can move with the twos as I am with who can move with the ones. Will it be 1v1, 2v2, or 1v2, 2v1? I don't know. Okay. We we have access on Thursday. And Saturday. And Saturday. Correct. And I'm guessing since we got Lane for 12, 13 minutes yesterday that we're not going to get him on Thursday. No, he's Saturday. He's Saturday. That's so correct. I don't know. And – I don't guess we'll know until we get there. I think he's Saturday, Monday, Friday. Okay. Pretty sure that's right. I looked at the schedule this morning. Yeah. So, yeah, I woke up in the middle of the night thinking about the schedule. I was trying to remember what. Did you really? Yeah. Because <laughs> I couldn't remember, did we get Friday too? That was my confusion why I looked it up, is I couldn't remember yeah. Friday. And the answer is no. But uh, it's that's it's going to be interesting because I'm with you. The, the, what so far, and again, we're only one week into camp. Today would be. Are they practicing today? I don't know. I don't know. We don't have access. Yeah. Um, if they are, today's the start of the second week. So they only had one week of camp. Because they did practice Sunday, didn't they? We just so. didn't have access. Yeah. So they opened on Wednesday and. Finished week one on Tuesday. So they're into the second week, which is not a lot. I mean, we're just getting started. But I haven't seen Luke make the, oh, my God, what are you doing throw yet. And Jackson's made several of those. Now, on the other hand, I've seen Dart make more of the big time down the field throws than I've seen Altmaier make. Yeah. And I've seen both of them look really good in the intermediate game. I thought that's where they've been better as a whole this week is hitting guys in stride in the intermediate game, putting enough zip on it to get it through those windows and yeah. and getting it kind of over first level, under second level, if you will, um, into in, in, into zones there. They they were both kind of crappy about that the first day, but they've been better since then in that in that area. Yeah, they both look they've both improved. They both look a lot better on the sixth practice we've seen than the first one we saw. Mm-hmm. I mean a bunch. 
a lot better. And then yesterday they were out there. There was no Jalen Robinson. He wasn't available. Um, Watkins was back yesterday. Yeah, but, but wasn't doing a lot. Got a lot of Braylon Brown yesterday. I almost hate to even talk about that because people start asking a gazillion questions, but why is he not playing? And I, I don't know. I'm not yeah. in the room. Lane doesn't answer those questions. Um, saw a lot of Jalen Knox yesterday. Wrote a story on Jalen Knox. It's at rebelgrove.com. It is. Um, I don't know. Offense kind of seemed to win yesterday. I thought they won the day before, too. Um, I, I think... I think people are a little bullish on the defense right now. You need to slow your roll just a hair. They, they're they trying to answer some questions there. I, I think they're still trying to figure out a couple of things up front. I think they're still searching at linebacker. And right now they've got so many DBs that they're searching for the right combinations. Well, that's kind of the the second and third thing you just said is what really plays into it for me because you have to be a little hesitant. Not that they're going to suck or anything, but just on what their ceiling is for a group where – their second linebacker is likely a rush end or a defensive back that they move into that space. I mean, there is a certain – Yeah. You're only doing that because you have to. If Chance and Mark were back, they would not be doing that right now. So, I mean, that that is a personnel issue they have not solved is that it's very likely at least some percentage of the time you're going to have one linebacker and essentially seven defensive backs on the field. Counting yeah. A linebacker. I, I think that's true. Especially if it's Tennyson. Because yeah. he and Otis Reese are linebackers they at are. this point. They are. We're calling them safeties. Yeah. We're using terminology because of a roster, but if you watch it, Otis and Tennyson are both playing linebackers. Well, it's kind of like a baseball team on a shift, right? <laughs> I yeah. mean, the shortstop is still the shortstop. But, but he's over there. But when he's playing short right field, he's not really playing shortstop anymore. He's sort of playing an extra right field. That's correct. Bruce Feldman has his uh, 50 football freaks list out today. Um, Bruce has done this for a really long time. Cedric Johnson, the Ole Miss defensive lineman, making the list. Bruce saying this is a really promising young player who had eight tackles for loss and six and a half sacks in 2021. The computer science major from Mobile, Alabama, looks like a future All-SEC talent at 6'3", 270. He has just 11.3% body fat, and he vertical jumped 36 and a half inches, broad jump 10 feet, and bench pressed 390 pounds. This offseason, he topped out at over 20 miles per hour on the GPS. He's got 12% body fat? 11.3. I never now want my body fat done. <laughs> oh, my God. Because if he's at 11, you're like... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> you thought Seth's pretty well put together, so it's... it's. Yeah, I mean, there's not... You don't know where it is. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> I would never do this. But, I mean, if you were, like, trying to grab some fat, yeah. you'd be hard-pressed. Yeah. Yes. Topped out at over 20 miles per hour running, and he did six pull-ups with a 70-pound belt on. That's pretty impressive. You think you could do six pull-ups, period? Hell no. No. How many pull-ups do you think you could do? Three or four. I mean, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I guess we can figure it out, but yeah, somewhere in there. I know I could do one. There's no way I don't think I could do five or six. I can do the underhanded pull-ups better. The overhand, like shoulder, that's hard. It's, yeah, yeah. Just, it's okay. just hard. Okay. I could not do them with a 70-pound weight on my – 70-pound weight tied to my body. You don't think so? No, I know I couldn't. <clears throat> I just can't get over his body fat being that. It just makes me think, man, when you walk around like Kroger or something – 
There's some people that are 40% body fat. Yeah, sure. There are. They wouldn't fare very well playing defensive end in the SEC. <laughs> no. No, they would not. <laughs> would not would not go as well, actually. So, yeah. All right. Podcast brought to you in part by Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. They're getting local underwriting and understand your market. Leader in condo financing, float down option, and more. 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. I've got a mailbag up at rebelgrove.com. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. Whitney sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. You can reach her at 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. We are also brought to you by OPA. It's Oxford's newest restaurant on the square. Euros, wraps, kebabs, redfish, lamb chops, handcrafted cocktails, fra- frozen libations, and amazing candlelit patio. All of that at 306 South Lamar, just south of the Square Courthouse. If you are thinking about some sort of a holiday season trip, maybe you're already looking ahead to next summer, you're planning something for spring break, get in touch with my friend John Edwards at Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. Just give him some parameters, give him a budget. And he's going to give you options that you're not going to find on your own. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. We're also brought to you by Pinnacle. Pinnacle based in Madison, Mississippi. They've got clients in more than 20 states, advisors in multiple states as well. They provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much, much more. It's mypinwealth.com. If you're getting all of your Rebel gear set for the football season, make sure you stop at the College Corner in Jackson. Two locations in Jackson, one in Ridgeland, one in Flowood. You can also go to collegecornerstore.com, and you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. We'll have a hand-raised guys tomorrow night, Thursday night. That's brought to you by Comer Heating and Air. Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer. 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call the people at Southern. 662-429-4429. Podcast brought to you in part also by uh, Johnson Hill Creamery. JohnsonHillCreamery.com. Go to their Instagram page to see all the different offerings they have. They make all their cheeses locally and in-house every single day. Still a few more weeks going on for uh, Tasting Tuesdays. You go in to get one cheese, one condiment. For free taste, check out and see if it is for uh, you. Every Tuesday, they have a different option for that. And while you're in there, go ahead and book your catering for tailgating this football season. They feed 10, 20, or 40 in different packages. They hook the, hook you up. They offer artfully arrange them in catering trays and give you disposable utensils to make it easy for you. Everything from uh, large specialty trays, artisanal cheese, grazing, or charcuterie, sandwich trays, the cheesecake dip that's a great hit, um, crudite or plenty of desserts, brownies, cookies, and other things as well. So again, that's johnsonhillcreamery.com to find out more. 662-419-9201. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Uh, okay. So a couple different collectives going on in our, uh, in our world right now. SMU trying to uh, get back in the football business a little bit. I, I saw that, who said, who had the quote here? I had it up a second ago. Um, yeah, he, he has to not be named. I know why, because this is a really dumb quote. If you're SMU, there's one sentence you kind of avoid, and it is, ready or not, the Pony Express 2.0 is coming. That is not probably what I would have said to the media yesterday, but that was a quote from one of the guys running the collective at SMU. Uh, SMU is doing uh, 36000 for each football and men's basketball player, a total of $3.5 million per year. Um, they are using some NFL services, blah, 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 blah. You know, in comparison, Texas Tech was only doing 25000 per year, just another Texas school there when they yeah. did the Matador Club when they came out with their, uh, their group. The SMU thing is interesting because they also added – money for cost of attendance. So it's it's actually more than thirty six thousand or whatever. It's more like fifty four thousand per player. They've got them also doing um they have them basically doing uh community service as the quid pro quo because we always talk about what are you doing for this in any right. in any instance. Um the the athletes assembled more than four hundred backpacks with school supplies for Dallas schools last weekend to kick off their community service initiative. Okay. Again, it's what we talked about a ton. I was talking to somebody about this the other day in regard to small miss stuff, is the NCAA has done such a poor job. I don't know how you would do it anyway. I'm not even necessarily blaming you. But when when this first started, they kept talking about market value. There is no market value. There's no way to compute market value. Right. So if you do anything that even sort of kind of looks like it's quid pro quo, then okay, fine, moving on. Like, that's the deal here. Now, how is this going to relate into recruiting or anything for SMU? I I, I don't know. Um, 
I mean, I was talking to somebody yesterday. He goes, you know, it really helps when you've got four or five billionaires involved in this that are willing to be very passionate about SMU athletics. It's not complicated to get to this number at all. I Look, do I think they're about to go become the 80s with Craig James and Eric Dickerson again? No, I don't. However, from a group of five level, I would buy stock in SMU today for damn sure. Yeah, in general. And, and I think the way that they're talking about doing it is the way to do it. I mean, they have other collectives that are, will try to raise money for elite players and whatnot. Yeah, I, I was, this is just the above board function of things. I was talking to someone yesterday who just in in college athletics who just thinks we're about to embark on a two to four year period of craziness, followed by both natural and um governmental correction thinks it's inevitable government correction thinks government will get involved because government will be pushed to get involved okay um but he doesn't think government will get involved until things have gotten chaotic um what he was saying was it's inevitable in his opinion that two things start to happen inside programs to force a settling of the market. One is that if you bring in a high schooler and you pay him an exorbitant sum of money and, and the top five, five star kind of guys are getting that the, when they don't win the job right away, the guy in front of them that has the job is going to say, all right, well, what about me? You brought in hot shot here. <laughs> <laughs> he can't beat me out. Where's my money? Yeah. That's going to cause friction. Well, that's always been the thing here, right? I mean, hey, and when these things get public, like so-and-so signed for $150,000, and then backup goes, well, I mean, he's over on the bench. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the second one is the one that's frankly more interesting is the booster. The coach or the people around the program talked booster, John the booster, into giving – a million dollars to get Johnny football. Okay. Sure. And then Johnny football sucks. And John, the booster goes, well, you told me you needed the money for him. Why is he not playing? Well, he's not any good. He was going to be the game changer. The thing that fixed this. Well, I wish you told me that before I gave you a million damn dollars. And now you get that kind of friction. Which is understandable. Sure. Well, big big donor. Because here's the difference. The team's too. not as good as it was supposed to be because the and all of a sudden he goes, Well, you guys are getting paid all this money and you can't even figure out whether Johnny football's good or not. By the way, I do think Ryan's probably right. SMU would have a real good case for the Pac twelve down the road. Um yeah, sure. It's what we've talked about and it's what makes this so interesting is in the past what you're talking about is still true. I mean, boosters have paid for kids. They've sucked, and boosters probably pissed off going, hold on a minute, like, I'm giving you a lot of money for this all the time. But it was private. A lot of times now it becomes very public. You're the one that did it. It's almost kind of embarrassing for these guys. Right. There's a certain public yes. shame of, hey, you go, oh, well, hey, you know, you go to the breakfast place over there, you know, and, hey, hey, Paul, good use of the money there. Ha, 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 poke you in the ribs, like that kind of stuff. And you get kind of pissed off go, hey, I, you know, that, that that goes on down the line a little bit. It's that 
you know, the chain of screaming or whatever. I mean, at some point, that's getting back on the coaches that they screwed up. It was their fault that Paul's getting made fun of down at the, the Beacon or Nibble Nook or wherever. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. That matters. There is a public part to this that is relevant in the in the overall sort of societal social of it. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see. Like, not to pick on the kid, but there's a lot of pressure on Jaden Rashada to be really, really good at Miami. Tons. With the kid to Tennessee. Yeah. Nico Imaliva, there's a lot of pressure on him to be a great player. Not just a good player. A great player. And to be a great player right damn now. Yeah. You don't get a red shirt in a year. Yeah. You know, like, like take Altmeyer and Dart, right? We talked about this. Jackson's 19. Had he not been forced into action at USC, this would be his red shirt freshman year. They're both very highly recruited, highly rated kids who, yeah, they're not as they're not junior senior game ready right now. It's it's there are there are exceptions, but that's an impossible ask to be the requirement. And Lane said this yesterday. He was talking about sometimes in life you don't appreciate what you have, and he was saying, "I told people I'm not." It was a really good quote. I've told people for a couple of years to enjoy, to appreciate what you have, referring to Matt Corral and this guy who can make all of the throws and just make them all the time with special arm talent. It was kind of his way of going, if you're comparing these guys today as 19-year-olds. Yeah, to Egg Bowl Matt. To to. Arkansas mm-hmm. game 2021, Matt Corral, it, you're, you're going to be, do it, do it if you want. You're going to be really disappointed because Matt, go back and watch that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt didn't miss. Literally didn't make a bad throw. These guys are going to make bad throws. These guys are going to make mistakes. If it's Jackson Dart, he is going to, he, the, the idea that he's going to practice like this and then go to a game and never commit a turnover, no. Nope. He's going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And and Jackson and Luke have an overthrow tendency. And Kiffin's talked about it like you're just sailing the ball. You know, just what, what it's going to happen. They, they do it in every practice. They're going to do it in the games. Matt didn't do that last year. It's 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 why when people like I've had people I did a radio show the other day where someone said, well, do you think Ole Miss will take a step back at quarterback? And it's yes. <laughs> There's no other even I mean, possibility. Did you think the Saints would take a step back at quarterback? I mean, yeah, of course. Have the Giants taken a step back at quarterback since Eli left? A pretty big one. I mean, do I think one of these guys or even both of these guys could be that good down the road? Sure, I do. I kind of do. I mean, I've watched how much they've pushed each other in a week, and I'm like, this is interesting. Because mm-hmm. I remember telling you one day last week, I'm like, man, I'm not sure they have a quarterback. Meaning for right now. Yeah, sure. Now I'm like, ah, you know, I could see a path with both of them. Well, Lane is getting that out of him, which is what he wanted. Because I mean, if you do have the clear starter, he can take the day off, and it doesn't really matter. These guys can't. Two, yeah. day, two bad days, and it's over. Well, and look, if you had a clear starter, 
with all of the new faces out there, if you had a clear starter, you'd want that guy to get all the one reps. Yeah. You, you, you would. He'd really. be throwing to Robinson and Watkins and Trigg and all the dudes. Well, yeah, because, yeah, yeah. you know, outside of Mingo, it's just a whole bunch of new dudes at receiver, unless you want to do the Dennis Jackson, those guys. I'm not picking on those guys, but those guys have never really emerged. They as, don't appear to be in the number one rotation. Right. And so you're throwing to J.J. Henry – and Jalen Knox and um, Jalen Robinson and Malik Keith, guys who either didn't play last year or played somewhere else. Or played somewhere else. And so, yeah, you're trying to build chemistry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the whole center thing. I mean, Caleb's still kind of new at this. Like yesterday at the beginning of practice, the snaps were high. Now he got much better as the practice went along. But if you knew, my point is not to pick apart the roster. My my point is is if you knew if Lane Kiffin knew Jackson Dart's my quarterback or Luke Altmyer's my quarterback, I just think you'd see that in practice. Mm-hmm. The other collective that was interesting uh, this week is the um, Los Angeles Times report that donors at USC, the West Coast version. We'll soon start a collective named Student Body Right. Two months ago, USC announced its NIL entity. I guess Boulevard LLC is what we'll call it, BLVD, with designs on avoiding all the issues that may arise from third-party collectives, such as booster influence and potential NCAA scrutiny. Sure. It was essentially the school's attempt at having a collective, but one that would have more over, they would have more oversight over. Though that was in place, USC never had the power to prevent a collective from forming. Obviously, Boulevard LLC began its operations in earnest this month, but its collectives have grown in prominence. Throughout the recruiting landscape, some vocal USC fans were frustrated with the lack of use of NIL in recruiting efforts and thought it was costing the program high-profile recruits. For example, five-star USC quarterback commit Malachi Nelson just visited A&M, even though NIL is technically not supposed to be used as a recruiting inducement. So essentially, Boulevard LLC is there. USC is running it with some level of um, oversight. They're trying to do it the right way, if you will, in quotes. And SC is forming the donors are forming student body right to go. Yeah, screw that. Here we are. Uh, we're open for business. So this has a good chance of becoming a story over the next ninety days. Yeah, it does. Uh, this feels renegade. Well, this is their. This fan- is pissed off. This is their fans saying you're doing this too deliberately. Yes. You're being too careful. Mm-hmm. You're going too slow. Sound familiar? The problem is, I have a hunch this group's about to go Audubon. They are. They're not going, hey, we really need to just go 85, not 66, okay? Yeah. They're going 140. Yeah, they're like. So this is going to blow up. They're like, how fast can this thing go? Yeah, no. they. It's now. It's Tom right Cruise. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're mocked now. We're trying to get Mach 9. Oh, I'm going to 10. 10.1, 10.2. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's not. This doesn't feel good. Though, I will say this. I will say this again. Same conversation with the college football person who yesterday said the NCAA has no teeth at all. Yeah. So no, nobody's gotten busted. Like, so I mean, whatever. no teeth. They don't want to do anything that comes across as restrictive. Anti-student. Yes. As restricting income. And so if let's, you know, it, for so people go, what's going to happen? What's going to happen to USC? What's going to happen to Tennessee? What's going to happen to Miami? Well, I, if, if, if it's, comes across as we're taking money away from student athletes nothing so how do you do that you punish the booster you hammer the school how do you the headlines are going to be well we got upset because 
Johnny Football, let's just pick on Johnny Football today. Johnny Football got $10 million to go to Waxahachie State. So the guy that the 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 response to that is, well, what's wrong with that? He's he's making them a ton of money. So if there are no teeth, then there is no speed limit, except for the understood speed limit. And then you get into the more cerebral part of this, which is well, right? Even if we all got on I fifty five, and they took the speed limits away. We all know, right, that if we all start going 200 miles an hour, it's going to get fatal out there. So can we all go 86? So can we all figure out a way to run this in a way where we get where we're going, but we get there safely? No. No. So if you don't have police out there and you don't post speed limits, it's chaos, right? And that's kind of where we're headed right now, which is – maybe towards the government regulation. And even then, people are like, I don't know how you do it. How do you enforce it? Timeline? I mean, I, I'm not in it, but the people who are tell me two to four years. Get a lot done in two to four years. The number of, the number of coaches in the college game who will – look to just get out of the field or they're all trying to get to the NFL, by the way. So many young college coaches who in the, in the past would be on the head coach track, grind their way up the head coach track are all looking to get gigs in the NFL. Yeah. It's fascinating. Um, But I think you're right. I mean, there's going to be a lot of rules broken in the next two to four, not even really rules, but things in the next two to four years, so when you get to that point, it's going to actually create, at some point, the NCAA is going to do the, well, let me tell you what happened in 2021, and then go back and try to punish that. It's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, and that, that, I don't think that's going to work. Um, again, they don't, they don't want to be viewed in any way as restricting yeah. the earning power of young people. I mean, look, it's it's – I'm not making a comparison. It's, well, I guess I'm making a comparison. It's a million times more relevant and whatever. But it's why lottery scholarships don't get cracked down in college baseball. No, we're harming the kids. We don't want to make it fair. We just don't want to harm the kids. Right. So that's why you don't stru- structure the 11.7 into a different way. Well, you don't want to be labeled as yes. hurting the kids. Right. I mean, that that's the why. I mean, most people don't want to be labeled bad. You're a yeah. bad guy. You can yeah. either be labeled a good guy or a bad guy. Which one do you want? It's just selective. Well, they can't have jobs, but they like. Of course, like, arbitrary shit of is what course. this is. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem. So how do you how do you enforce it? Yeah, no, I know. If if you're if you're asked to be the state trooper, but you're a bad guy, if you pull over the guy going 180, well, if, yeah. So if the message that you send to the trooper is just let him go. Yeah. Well, when they have a wreck down the road, is it his fault? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's. That's so why you, if you talk to people, they all say the same thing. Tyler says it repeatedly that we're just kind of headed towards chaos. Yeah, into chaos, and then the chaos will manage itself after. But yes, will there be some wreckage? Yeah, yeah. Podcast brought to you in part, Northeast Spark in ESPRC service people across rural communities. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the 1 gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. 
Hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's nespark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, portal controls, network security, and more. So to call the office for details to the best internet in Lafayette County. Again, 662-238-3159. Lamons Fine Jewelry at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. They are the gold standard in fine jewelry. You can visit them at lamonsfinejewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. ACS, Automation and Control Systems, LLC, based out of Baldwin, Mississippi. If you're in need of custom HMI, SCADA Solutions, or large horsepower VFD specialist, ACS has you covered. They can service and install Rockwell Automation, Allen Bradley, Siemens, ABB, Square D, and many other manufacturers. ACS, LLC, MS.com, or 662-601-4381. Game Changer Patches, the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. you got the warm-up patch, the overtime patch. It's all natural ingredients. Uh, you learn more at GameChangerPatch.com. Promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Speaking of uh, the promo code REBELGROVE, use it at Dead Soxy. Get the best socks you'll ever put on your feet, including a lot of the college-themed socks. You want to look your best for game day as you get ready for the season. Go to DeadSoxy.com. You won't regret it. Again, promo code Rebel Grove for 25% off your purchase. We've been talking about the start of football season, start preseason camp and all that stuff. Um, you want to be uh, make sure that you're ready for tailgating as well. 7 South tailgating is absolutely the way to go. They're currently booking single-game, multi-game, full-season packages. As of now, they still have availability for any and all services and uh, game selections. They offer tailgating patches. Packages, not patches, packages for any budget, any party size, any number of games. For those who prefer to tailgate using your own equipment, 7 South will store, maintain, service your gear throughout the season. They also offer year-round storage of client-owned equipment. Again, 7SouthTailgating.com. Holcomb Portable Buildings, 7991 Highway 7 South in Holcomb, Mississippi. Custom build your building to your specifications. However you want your carport, ATV, or storage shed. Uh, Holcomb can make it happen. In-house financing available, free delivery, free setup within 75 miles of Holcomb as well. 662-226-2233 or go to HolcombBuildings.com. Uh, we're also brought to you by My Perfect Franchise, MyPerfectFranchise.net. If you're looking to diversify, you're looking to leave the corporate rat race, uh, MyPerfectFranchise.net offers the ability to create income and wealth. Let Andy Ledecky guide you through a comprehensive franchise evaluation. If you hate your job, you hate your boss, you hate your pay, you feel stuck, get in touch with Andy. It's Andy at MyPerfectFranchise.net. And we're brought to you by Solutions RX. It's a probiotic multivitamin supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. It's pharmaceutical grade, manufactured right here inside Mississippi. If you take diabetes medicine, high blood pressure medicine, cholesterol medications, you know those can typically cause side effects like muscle pain, brain fog, energy loss. It's because of a depletion of minerals and vitamins in the body. But Chris and the people at Solutions RX formulated a product called Prescription Support. Puts those vitamins back into your body, reduces those side effects, makes you more compliant in taking your medication as well. It's available in local independent pharmacies across the continental U.S., including Mississippi, but you can also go to solutionsrx.com, promo code OEP at checkout, and get 10% off of your first order. So 
told Neil, found it kind of interesting. This isn't actually really about golf, but the the Live Golf PJ Tour thing we mentioned last week, or maybe the week before, that it got more interesting, or it would get more interesting if they started getting young stars who were actually in their prime and not just the other dudes. And that looks like that is on its way to happening. Cam Smith, who just won the Open Championship, one of the top five players in the world. He is uh, 28 years old. Um, very well liked, very well respected, kind of always had sort of a aw shucks mentality to him, sort yeah. of been one of those down-home guys, all that kind of stuff. All the cliches that you talk about on what gets liked pretty well. He looks like a country music singer. <laughs> he's, from, he's from Australia, but he does kind of look like one of those things. Like, they used to do it. It was like the, it was the little Twitter meme thing they would do, England or Alabama, and show you a picture, yeah. and you had a big England or Alabama for yeah. the first He was kind of in that a little bit. I mean, I keep waiting for him to just like start singing about how he lost his girl, and now he's found the whiskey. I, I, yeah. that's, I just, it feels like that's what he's going to do, and then he goes and wins a golf tournament. So he's playing in the FedEx Cup playoffs this week, the, the PGA Tours playoff event, um, a three-tournament circuit that culminates in a ton of money, well, at least for them, um, maybe not for the Saudis. Uh, it's playing out there in Memphis this week at TPC Southwind for the first uh, event. It's a neat course, but FedEx gets you a lot of things when you are tied to them. That is yes. how that works. Um, Cam Smith has been reported to be joining Live Golf here soon for somewhere in the neighborhood of 100 to $150 million minimum. Um, but here's what's fascinating about it. So, and I don't. They need any sports writers? What's funny about this is I don't even. It's not even really about blame. I just find the. the the PR aspect of this so interesting because, you know, it's like, and quick aside, when Charles Howell III, who again has been a human cash register on the PGA Tour, he's one of the 20 all-time money winners. He doesn't win a lot, but he just cashes checks, and he has for 20 years, very, very consistent. When he, at whatever in his 40s, comes out and goes, it wasn't about money. It's like, shut up, Charles, just be honest. Because the point is, yeah. and I think one of the No Laying Up guys said this, if you'll say it's about the money, yeah. You allow me the ability to at least plead your case and make the argument. When yeah. you lie to me and say it's not about the money, I'm done with you. And I go, okay, well, forget of course. it. You're, you're an asshole now. Yes. Just admit it's about the money. Yes. Because it is. It's a lot of freaking money. Okay. Yeah, sure. A lot of people do things because and it's again, about the money. And again, you're not a diplomat. Just say that and we'll all move on. Yeah. So cool. But Cam Smith, what you sort of admire and also is actually going to hit his Q rating this week is that he hasn't announced a thing. I'm going to go play for the $18 million on the PGA Tour in the next three weeks, and then as soon as that bitch is over, I'm joining Live Golf and getting my $150 million paycheck. I get it while also going, yeah, I'm ready to buy the T-shirt. I mean, I mean like, I'm in. He was asked yesterday about the report, which I think one of his friends from Australia is the one that gave it away and said, yeah, those two, many he and Mark Leishman, are going to join the, the Live Golf. And he said, I'm just here to win the FedEx Cup title or play in the playoffs. I have no comment on that. And then they asked a follow-up, and he got up and walked out. Oh. He said, thanks, guys, and got up and walked out at that point, per the New York Post. Um, Where's the golf media stand on this? Are they pretty open on it? Are they, are they, are they defending the brand? What are they mostly, def- mostly defending the brand to different levels. Okay. Some open. Um. There's some nuance here because an Australian is going to be much less likely to be automatic defending the PGA Tour or think that is the end-all, be-all than an American would be. Sure. Um, and I'm not trying to still take because I was reading this from Tron Carter with no laying up this morning, and I agree with him. Um, for a couple of reasons. A, he goes halfway around the world to play golf. 
I mean, he didn't, you know, I mean, maybe you grew up watching the PGA Tour, but it wasn't like you're going to events at Augusta or wherever, and that's like, you know, you're not, you're not sure. indebted to Quell Hollow necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a, you know, they're trying to do a lot internationally. They also announced today, or they're going to announce, it's being reported that Live Golf is going to put three really big tournaments in Australia um, starting next season. Some great golf courses in Australia, places the PGA Tour doesn't really do much to. You know, there's been some criticism of the PGA Tour of, well, you guys allowed it, Australia to do this. It's like, well, it wasn't the PGA Tour's job to make sure Australia had golf tournaments. Like, I, I will defend the PGA Tour there. Sure. Like, why the hell does that matter to them necessarily? Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, this one is piquing my interest. This one's the one where you first when you go, well, okay, it's not just him, but if you can get him, can you get the five other international players that are sort of like him? And all of a sudden you do that and you it's go. It's easier to follow than to be the first. Oh, sure. Cam Smith jumping allows much more eyes to perk up and go, hey, okay. I can ride those coattails. Let you call an agent and go look What's at, the number? Look into it. Yeah. What, they, they interested? Yeah. If they're interested, tell me what the number is. I mean, he's he's bypassing a chance to play in the President's Cup. Okay. Cool. Sweet. Yeah. Because I'm like, that's the point. Like, it's not even like the European who goes, hey, I really want to play in the Ryder Cup. It's really important. I'm rich already. No, I'm going to do this. I mean, right. he goes, the, on the President's Cup? No, I think I'm all right. We're not, we're not, we're not worried about that. I, I still am not ready to go, oh, my God, the PGA Tour is screwed or anything along those lines. But I am becoming more certain by the day that they are going to have to at least – have a more inclusive plan that doesn't just allow poaching to happen all the time and hope you have enough guys left that really care about you. Um, that I am somewhat interested in on what that on what that looks like. I mean, it feels more and more like a threat every week. Well, no, that is for sure. You know, I mean, if I'm the PGA Tour, I'm beginning to get concerned. How long can how long can they keep forking out this money? And and again, we've talked about this. It's kind of broken record at some point. But young guys are going to look at this money and go, "I can't justify turning it down." Cam Smith was the last press conference at Southwind yesterday afternoon. The first two press conferences today, around I don't know eleven o'clock, are uh, Justin Thomas and Roy McIlroy. Oh, so they're so we'll see where that goes this morning. Um, yeah, that's. Uh... <laughs> and those aren't the right guys. No, Rory is making completely the right decision for Rory McIlroy. But when he criticizes the other guys, it's like, yeah, but Rory, you have so much money. Yeah, I mean, you're cool. Show me the guy that's fighting to stay on the PGA Tour who goes, no, you know what, man, those guys that are taking the money, they're, they're, that's wrong. Cam's having a quote thrown back at him today. He was asked something about, you know, if you win this or this tournament or whatever, you know, it's a ton of money. What does that mean for you? And he basically said, I have enough. I'm good. I'm not worried about that at all. Um, Is Cam married? I don't know. Okay. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm curious. I mean, seriously, when I say this, does he have kids? Because at some point people around you go, well, yeah, you've got enough. But what about the people in your life? You can set them up for generations. Um. I tell you where the PGA Tour's got a really interesting dynamic they have to figure out for next year, and which comes quickly, it's next spring, is Cam Smith won the Players' Championship. 
currently, if you played in an LIV event, you cannot play in PGA Tour events. That's what we're all arguing about here. The players has been something. It's the PGA Tour's flagship event. It is the one that they. It's the one in Jacksonville. Yeah, they do the sawgrass, the, the, the fifth major, the whole the deal. Seventeenth hole. He lives literally a driver away from sawgrass in Orlando or in Jacksonville. Okay. Like he's he, he's incorporated in that place. That's where he practices some. Like it's he looks this. like someone who would live in Jacksonville. That's fair. So <laughs> the PGA Tour having a players' championship while shunning their defending champion. Who's given there? their Who's weird the PR around this event is really interesting on yeah. what that looks and feels like at that point. I mean, that's a really strange, interesting dynamic for me. Again, what it means doesn't mean I don't know. Not my whatever. But when is that? It's, it's still, in March or something. Yeah, yeah I don't okay. know. March, April, something like that. March. It's in March. When's it's the next major? Masters. Okay, we're so, done for the year. Okay. Yeah, because they moved the PGA Championship at the beginning. Okay, gotcha. It's players in March, Masters in April, PGA in May. Is there a U.S. Open? There's no Ryder Cup this fall. No, we're President's Cup this fall. Okay, people don't get as into that as they do the Ryder. Not even a little bit. The President's Cup. So my point is, is that they've got a handful of months to try to figure out some of this stuff. Well, yeah, but I don't know. Who is Chanel Naum? Is that who that's who Cam's dating? Oh, I don't know. No clue. Yeah, September nineteenth through twenty fifth is the President's Cup at Quell Hollow. Just outside of in Charlotte. I'm too curious now to not look her up. What are we doing? I'm looking up Chanel Naum. Okay. There's critters in Australia, but there's critters in like Arizona too. Yeah, I mean, you get like jumping cactus and stuff in 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 Arizona. She looks really young though. How old's he? No, gee, there's plenty of golf between now and March. There's just not a major. There's just not a big tournament between now and March. You can get you can get the nap Sunday with anything. I mean, well, my point golf is, is all year. Yeah, my point is that there's not. No, I'm answering the stream. Yeah, oh, yeah. Th- my my point on that was there's not a. Big major that draws oh, no, no, everyone's no, no, no. eyes to it the way... Frankly, until the players in March. Yeah. So they've got a little time to try to figure this out. Sure. Now, what do they do? I don't know. I really don't know what the answer is right now for, for it. I don't... I, I If I'm Jay Monahan, I, I don't even know what I would... What my, my thought would be on this. But, I mean, you can't allow the best players in the world to just abandon you. They're never going to get them all, but if they get a few more, they're at least viable. How many do they have to get before it kind of hurts the PGA product? The actual competitive product on the course. See, that's the, the course. thing on this, is that the overwhelming percentage of golf fans still care about 10 tournaments tops. Right. I mean, so is it really affecting the John Deere Classic? I don't know. Is it really affecting... You know the Honda or the you know Riviera. Like I, I don't. But the percentage of people that are watching that is a lot smaller than the people who watch the U.S. Open and the the Open Championship. No, that's the where the, I mean, the what would actually hurt these dudes is for Augusta National to go. You know what? Nope. You're over there. You can't play with us. Randall says that he's only twenty. Cam Smith's only twenty eight. Yeah, I said he's twenty eight. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. He looks like he's a little older than. No, that. he's twenty eight. She's twenty five. Okay. Yeah, no, it would take it would take. I wonder a, how she thought when he goes, hey, you know, I've had enough. 
There's, I've made enough. I wonder if she's thinking, I don't know, Cam. don't feel like it's an, an, enough. I mean, bills. you know, 12 years from now, I'm going to get half of whatever it is that oh. you put together. So You need to at least double that. <laughs> um, I, no, it's the USGA Augusta coming out and going, nope, you're out. It would take that for it really to be like, oh, no, okay, never mind. You're not viable at all. How would that be received by – people in general they're kind of damned if they do either way yeah. i mean i i guess my gut tells me augusta national lets anyone play who is eligible to play i do not expect a boycott or a embargo on those people i don't but you do expect the pga championship to go you can't play when I was, the PGA Championship is the PGA of America. It's not the PGA Tour. It's the teaching professionals. Okay. So I, I, my gut says they play. I Sometimes this is more confusing than the like European <laughs> golf, soccer, I mean. The four majors are run by Augusta National, the United States Golf Association, the Royal and Ancient Club in Scotland, yeah. and the PGA of America, not to be confused with the PGA Tour. Yes. Yeah, sometimes like Carson. pro golfer is in teaching professional, not pro golfer is in I make millions of dollars. Like he's like Liverpool's playing Man City, and I'm like, didn't they just play the other day? And he's like, yeah, but that was an EPL game. This is a Champions League game, and you're like, okay, but yeah, yeah, I don't even try to figure out that schedule. But anyway, I again, we'll see. But first day, it kind of perked up and went. I don't know. That's that's this is this is at least on a path where I go. Okay, I'm 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 listening. I'm paying attention to uh, some point there. Uh, injury news: They expect him back, but apparently um, Sam Hartman, the Wake Forest quarterback, is out for a while. He had some oh. sort of something needed a, a medical procedure, um, but a lot of details are not necessarily known on that yet. So uh, anyway, that's sounds like an appendicitis or something. Yeah, it kind of did a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. All right, we will uh, be back with you tomorrow. We have a wonderful day. Again, no practice access for us today. That will return tomorrow as well. So I'll pop you a good day, and we'll talk to you again soon. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing. But you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over 3 million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not ready our foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.